and thank you for joining the RBC Clearing and Custody Tech Spotlight, where each month we have various guests join us to share best practices, new technology, and sneak peeks of what's around the corner. My name is Tara Welp, and I will be your host today. Our topic today is the various client digital solutions available to your clients, specifically our client website, Connect, and the mobile app. So let's meet our guests. We are joined today by Julianne Sherman, our Client Experience Manager, who was also on our call last month. So I'm just going to plug that if you didn't listen to it. It's really a good call on account opening and servicing platform, the new AOS platform. So Julianne, welcome back. Can you tell our new audience members a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks, everyone, um, for joining and listening. And thank you, Tara, for inviting me back to speak for a second month on the monthly Tech Spotlight call. I've been with RBC since 2004, and during that time, I held various positions in our operations, communications, marketing, and web publishing areas. Um, I joined the clearing and custody side of the world in 2013, and I've had several roles in this business line, but in my current role, I get to work on projects and activities focused on improving the end client and advisor experience, something that I have a big passion for. And you know, during this time when we are forced to be apart physically, it's amazing to see how these new digital tools are being used to bring clients and advisors and just bring everybody back together and collaborate in new and innovative ways. Well, thank you so much. We're also joined by a first-time guest, Gwen Jorgens. Gwen is the Director of Client Digital Experience. Gwen, can you also tell our audience a bit about yourself, but also what is Client Digital Experience? Sure. Hello, everybody. Uh, as Tara said, I'm Gwen Jorgens. I have been the Director of Client Digital Experience with RBC for just about three years now. I've actually been with the organization for 16 years, uh, similar to Julianne, and having a lot of different roles within uh, parts of the organization that have given me a really strong appreciation for the importance of collaboration between advisors and clients and helping clients achieve their financial goals. So to that end, client digital experience is really about creating a digitally enabled human-centered relationship between our advisors and our clients, looking at how communication tools, access to accounts through both the mobile app and the website can really help uh, supercharge the relationship between the advisors and the client and allow them time to focus their conversations on the things that matter most to helping the clients achieve their outcomes. Fantastic. Well, thank you both for joining me today. Let's jump into the topic. Let's start out with what is available for clients today. Julianne, do you want to take that one? Sure. The two main client-facing digital tools that we're going to talk about today are the desktop client website called Connect and the correlating um, Connect mobile app. Uh, the client website, again, called Connect, is a secure site where clients can have access to their account information like balances, positions, holdings, and activity. Um, they can view and retrieve account documents like statements and tax forms. And then they can also use the website to opt into our Go Paperless feature, which allows them to elect to receive um, account documents online versus in the mail. Some of our clients have a huge um, passion for that purely digital document experience. So we're excited to have that on the website. Um, some firms have even allowed clients to make self-service requests on the website. Um, like internal funds transfer or requesting um, a new address or an address update. So that's the website. And okay. then the mobile app, um, again, also called Connect, and you'll know it by the blue app badge icon with our, our yellow Leo the Lion and the word Connect on it. 
Um, clients that are registered for the Connect website can download the mobile app uh, for free in the Google Play Store um, or the App Store and then log in using those same credentials that they use when logging into the um, desktop website. And so within the app, the clients can see things like account activity, account performance, and asset allocation. There is also a really robust market research and news section, as well as some self-service tools like internal funds transfer and the recently delivered mobile check deposit feature. Fantastic. So you did mention in our current environment and, and the importance of digital solutions. And, and so I'm curious, what, what does our adoption look like and, and has that changed at all because of, of COVID? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, up until recently, the adoption of the website and the mobile app um, was sort of just coasting along. Um, but when we looked um, from March 1st to June 1st, we've seen a spike in the number of new website registrants and those that have downloaded the mobile app. The specific number was around 5,500 new Connect website registrants and the same high number with new um, mobile app downloads. So obviously, like you said, the current environment is certainly contributing to this increase. Even in the post-pandemic society, these applications are now ingrained into our clients' financial tool set and they will continue to, to uh, depend on these tools as a means to collaborate with their advisor and manage their finances. Fantastic. And for those people, just to plug it, FA Connect, Shadow Login, also the Client Registration Summary, great place for um, each of you to go take a look at not only who is using it, um, let's say paperless and so forth, so some great tools. Yeah, they can, yep, they can also see the last time their clients logged into um, the, the website as well, so it's a good conversation starter too. Oh, that's great. So most popular features, would you say, of the website and app, Gwen, uh, what, what's your take on that? What do you, what do you hear? Absolutely. We know there are really some primary reasons that, that clients come to the website or the mobile app. First and foremost is to be able to get a quick glance at how their accounts are doing and, and get a sense of, of how they're making progress uh, towards their financial goals. Mobile check deposit, Julianne mentioned, uh, this is a new feature that has really been getting a lot of, of attention from clients uh, whose firms have enabled that that capability for them, that clients are seeing that as a big opportunity. Um, we also have access for clients to be able to go in and look at their accounts in a variety of different ways, including accessing the documents related to their account, viewing transactions. Uh, we bring everything into the website with a 20-minute market uh, pricing update. So it is updated with transactions and pricing throughout the day. Those are really popular features. Julianne, do you have any other that you'd like to add to that list? Yeah, um, I wanna dovetail onto the self-service tools. Um, we're seeing an uptick in those um, sorts of capabilities as well, in addition to the mobile check deposit feature. Um, you know, a good example is that uh, ability to, for clients to request address changes, right? Um, when a client needs to update their address, it necessarily maybe isn't coming um, into their mind that they need to notify their financial institution within the business working hours. Sometimes that comes to them, you know, outside of those business hours. And so we're allowing clients um, to make those requests 24-7 at a time that makes sense to them. Um, and we're using the website as a request mechanism so that your firm is updated, but the client still feels empowered to make that sort of change at a time and a place that is convenient to them. So I would also say that our self-service tools um, are really um, taking a big adoption increase right now. Right, and, and with that self-service, if, if someone's on the phone today and, and their firm doesn't offer that, how would they 
go about getting that, that feature and being able to provide that empowerment to their clients. Yep, so if um, a firm um, is interested in offering um, client self-service features to their client, they simply need to reach out to their client service manager, or you can email my team, cx at rbc.com, um, and we'll discuss with you all the different configuration options that are available relative to the self-service tools and how your firm wishes to approach them. So just a simple um, phone call or email into RBC, and we can get it turned on for the firm. Fantastic. So I heard mobile check deposit. I know that's one of the new big features, very popular that's out there. I, and thank you so much for sending me some screenshots that we can share with our audience. I'm just going to go to that uh, next screenshot here. Um, what is that experience like? Could you walk me through what the end client is going to experience when they sure. deposit a check? What I really love about this feature is how easy and intuitive it is. Um, in the main navigation of the app, you click on deposit and then select your eligible account type. Again, um, only eligible accounts will display, like non-retirement accounts. Then you enter the amount um, of the check exactly as it appears, and then you can optionally add a description, and this will just, uh, display in your activity description on your statement. Also remember um, to double check that the pay to the order of is to the account owner um, or RBC Capital Market, and it's not a cashier's check, starter check, or savings bond. From there, you just use your phone's um, or mobile device's integrated camera to take a picture of the front and back of the check. Just make sure that it's endorsed. And that's it. Checks deposited before 4 p.m. Eastern will process the same business day. And checks deposited after 4 p.m. Eastern will be deposited the next day. Great. And advisors would be able to see that then in, in Betalink and, or WellStation, whichever trading workstation they work in. Yep, 100%. Um, it's being treated exactly um, the same as any other cash activity. So whatever reports and tools that they use today, they should be able to see that um, in, those same, in those same reports and notifications. Yep. Fantastic. Well, when I think of mobile check deposit, you also mentioned self-service overall, holistically, how a client can um, be able to be empowered. But where is the role of the firm and the advisor when they're doing self-service? Yeah, um, so firm level users, um, specifically for mobile check deposit, will see these transactions in the bookkeeping post edge report. Um, it's a lovely name, NBK-JNEW. So and all, all of the folks that use that report know that um, acronym inside and out. And that um, transaction will be indicated with the code CKR um, to again indicate that it's a mobile check deposit. And then images of those um, mobile check deposited um, you know, checks will be available in PostEdge under the code UMCD. And then for other self-service transactions like address changes or internal transfers, an RBC workflow case will be generated for firms to acknowledge and approve before they're processed by RBC. Again, that really was just a conservative measure to make sure that the firms and the advisors are kept informed about the different transactions that their clients are taking on the website and the mobile apps. And then additionally, as you said earlier, Tara, um, advisors um, can also view FA Connect to go to um, the shadow login page and view that transaction page to view the requests made by the clients online. Well, that's great. It's good to hear, and I know that's one of the questions I've heard before from advisors is, well, how do I know if they didn't name an address change? Or if it doesn't look right, it looks a little bit fishy, how do I pick up the phone and call them? So it's good to hear that that process is continuing and they do have that opportunity within workflow. Yeah. Um, so thinking about the different self-service options that are out there today, you know, do they have some configuration options? And yeah, they, they sure do. 
Yeah, and we're continually um, expanding on the different variety of configuration options that we're making available. Um, the clients do have configuration options if they wish to offer only journals or address change or ACH. We can set all of those different um, configurations for your firm. Again, all you need to do is have your firm principal reach out to the client service manager that they work with at RBC, or again, that firm principal can email my team um, and just in case, it's cx at rbc.com. And again, we'll have conversations to explain exactly what the configuration options are, um, and then you can tell us um, how you want to proceed, and we'll get those set up. So I have to ask, Gwen, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's next for self-service? Absolutely. Um, you can tell this is definitely an area we see a lot of value in, and we're continuing to make investments. So we are uh, bringing in capabilities to allow clients to move money with external financial institutions. For most clients, this will be banks, uh, but really anyone you can do an ACH connection to the ability to move money in and out. Again, we expect that to be something that firms will have some configuration choices over, but that is an upcoming capability. And then we're also looking at adding in something we call total wealth, which is really about being able to aggregate those assets that might sit at other firms and give clients and their advisors a holistic view of the client's financial picture so that they can make better and more fully informed decisions by seeing that entire uh, financial picture. Great, ACH I know is gonna be very popular and that was announced this week, um, is available on our mobile app. I do have some screenshots here I'm gonna share. Can you uh, tell me, Julian, how is that different than doing journals? Yeah, so the current feature, the internal uh, feature, is just um, depositing or moving money between two accounts at RBC, whereas that ACH feature that Gwen talked about is really moving money um, with a different financial institution, um, and we are supporting incoming or outgoing um, ACH capabilities um, for those brokerage accounts that already have an existing um, bank profile established with us. Um, so again, that internal movement um, is just between two RBC accounts versus the ACH feature, um, which would allow a client to deposit or disperse funds um, using an outside um, banking institution. Okay, and can they set up reoccurring ACHs? Yeah, so today clients are able to set up multiple single transactions and post-date them for future dates, um, but the true recurring transaction is not yet um, available, but I'll let Gwen to what the future looks like for setting up true recurring ACH transactions. Gwen? Oh, I think we lost Gwen. All right. Sorry. I was on <laughs> I was on mute while I was clearing my throat. I apologize. Sure. Uh, I said with saying thank you, Julianne. Yes, it is definitely an area that we know clients are interested in, and so we we are working on adding that capability for clients to be able to set various kinds of recurring um, money movement transactions. So whether it's on a specific day or specific timing, so it should happen on the first Friday of every month, or it should happen every other week on a, a Thursday. Uh, giving clients that kind of flexibility to set up those recurring transactions. We know that's something that's valuable and something we're working towards adding in the near future. Great. And then I know it says um, it's using existing ACH profiles. Are they going to have that ability in the future to be able to set up ACH profiles directly through the website or the mobile app? Yep. Take this. Yep. Sure. Go ahead, Julian. Yep. 
So the plan for that, again, as Gwen is kind of talking about things coming in the future, it's important to note that we are taking on a kind of a new um, project methodology where you're going to start to see bits and pieces of functionality coming um, over time versus you get the whole thing soup to nuts at once. This allows us to give clients um, a taste of the functionality and what's you know, the, the highly most used functionality right away, um, again, versus waiting till the whole thing is baked until um, we release it. So um, I believe once we start to talk about our new modernized website, we'll start to dive into a little bit of when the establishment of an ACH profile via that client website would be available. But that's kind of our thought process there is first giving folks the ability to do an ACH transaction for an existing profile and then building on that to allow um, features and functionality to allow clients to set up and validate that ACH profile. But I know that is on our roadmap. Okay, great. And that explains, yes, we're doing mobile first, website after. Okay. No, that helps. So another item that, Gwen, you mentioned coming up next is total wealth, uh, client information aggregation. Um, let's switch gears and talk about that. I do have some screenshots. Thank you for sending those in. Um, first of all, what is it and how would it benefit the client or the advisor? Uh, Gwen, do you want to take that one? Sure. So I touched on this a little bit. It, Total Wealth is really about being able to, on a, on a real-time basis, bring in the values from other financial accounts uh, across the industry into a single view so that advisors and clients can get that sense, uh, again, on an up-to-date basis of where the client's holistic financial picture sits. In days gone by, I know a lot of advisors did this by asking clients to bring in copies of their statements, and then they might enter that information uh, into some sort of manual tracking process. And you hoped you had the right statements, and you hoped you did the data entry right, and even then the data was stale. Uh, by the time the client got the statement, brought you the statement, and you were able to enter it. By linking these financial accounts in the, the online view, we will be able to regularly go and update that valuation. And so, again, for both clients and advisors, this is a real win in being able to really quickly and easily get that sense of where their total financial picture stands. So I think the next question you asked me was, um, what do we see on the horizon with with this this particular feature? I um, yeah, actually, I think I have a screenshot up here. Do we want to walk through a little bit so people can understand what what is available, what it looks like, and then get to sure. the horizon of, of where it is going next? So I'm looking right now uh, the Connect page, and this is both. And we should say all of this is for uh, this question. I'll probably come up: Investor Connect and Advisor Connect. I know there's two flavors of Connect. I want to make sure everybody understands what it is, is for both. So what am I looking at? Do you want to walk through? Sure. Um, this is an opt-in feature. So um, again, it would only be visible to those uh, firms that have opted in. Again, same process um, as our other self-service tools. If your firm is interested, have your firm principal contact our client service manager or email my team at cx.rbc.com and we'll get you set up. Um, so when you are set up, though, um, your clients would see um, that total wealth screen at the bottom, and they would click on Add External Account. And after they click on that, they would see um, we, we provide, you know, the most you know, popular financial institutions out there. If yours isn't listed there, you can certainly um, enter it in and click Search. From there, 
you'd be able enter, to enter in your username and password um, for how you access those accounts online and simply click connect. And again, what Gwen has kind of honed in on is by the time you're giving somebody a statement and months have gone by, um, that manual update just becomes really tedious. So um, the total loss aggregation feature, feature by linking them online directly to the institution um, is beneficial at any point in time. Um, that number will change over time. And again, at, whenever somebody's looking at that, they're always getting the most interest, um, updated information. So now you can see that total wealth figure is in counting, uh, including that information that they got from Fidelity. And again, just giving that full sense of the picture of how the client is doing financially overall, not just with their accounts at RBC. And then you can click Submit. Great. Go. Yeah. Very good. Well, that seems pretty easy to do. I think I could do it. <laughs> um, if, if a firm wants more information on total wealth and the client information aggregation, Julianne, who would they reach out to? Yeah, so the same um, common parties as we talked to earlier, your client service manager um, is available to answer any questions that you have about Total Wealth, ACH, or any of our other um, online tools. Um, Gateway also has some great information in the Investor Connect section. It kind of pulls all of the, these features, both mobile and desktop website, together in one place. So that's what I just put a great information. Yeah. Well, I know top of mind is often secure. Oh, here's the mobile version. I have one more screenshot here yeah. for or those that are on the video WebEx. And, and one thing I'll just mention about the mobile version, you can see that it's a little bit more modernized and um, very easy to use um, in the mobile view. I personally love the app. Um, I know our clients tend to use the app. Again, it has that more modern look and feel that um, clients are used to these days. So that's my plug for the mobile app. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll appreciate that. I, I, too, love the app. I'm an app user, too, of, of the Connect site. Um, okay, switching gears here. I know one of the topics people think of when they think client website, mobile apps, they think security. You know, how do we provide safety and security for our clients to feel confident in using both the website and the mobile app? Gwen, can you take this one? Sure. Yeah, we know that that security of information online is really top of mind for clients. And I think it's important to know that it's top of mind for RBC as well. We take security very seriously. One of the things that we have recently done is rolled out a feature we call enhanced authentication. So enhanced authentication is a method for clients initially to be able to opt in to what we call a two-factor authentication. And in future stages, we'll actually use this as a mandatory piece in what we call a protected feature, things that might have a little more risk associated. But this is a great tool that allows clients to request a code either every time they log in or when they log in from a device that's not recognized. And it gives them that extra layer of security, that extra peace of mind that not only do you need to know the user ID and password, but you need to have access to email or your uh, mobile phone number to get a one-time code to access the, the, uh, your financial information. And we know that the clients have really been interested in this. We've heard a lot of requests for this feature. Uh, and we've also seen a lot of clients signing up as we first rolled out. So right now, the opportunity is clients can go in and turn this on. And again, they get the choice of, do you want to uh, have that code every time you log in or only when I log in from a device that's not recognized? Um, so they, they can go and turn that on today. And as we extend new features that we will be putting this two-factor authentication in front of those 
things, and I'll use as an example ACH, where we want to validate the client before we have money moving between financial institutions to ensure that it's secure and protected. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I just learned something new. I didn't realize that you could do it every login or when it was a new device. And so my Mint.com asks that every single time I go into Mint.com every day now because I did turn this on because I like to be secure. Um, so I will change that feature from every login to device. So that, that will save me a little bit of extra work. So that's, that's great. Um, as we look further down the road, let's get past summer. we got some exciting things coming up um, with ACH and total wealth and so forth. Um, but as we look a little bit further, well, what is next? Gwen, can you share with us? Sure. Uh, we are actively working. So we've talked a little bit about the fact that the mobile app has a modernized look and feel, and we've we've really been focused in on ensuring that we bring that that modernized look and feel to our desktop site as well. So we've been really focused on on retooling that user experience and creating a new version of Connect that retains the things we know and love about the current view of Investor Connect, the access to information, the ability to customize and bring in your firm logo, access to your advisor information, contact information on the go, but also really brings the focus to the things clients have told us are most important to them. You can see in the screenshot, if you're on the video that, that has come up, that we've done things like moving the total uh, account value to the top of the screen and providing underneath that quick access to what we know are key uh, features or components of the site so that you can jump to your external accounts or your internal accounts. Uh, you can jump to your asset allocation. We've vastly streamlined and simplified things like access to documents um, and being able to do um, a process that we call progressive disclosure, but it's really about being able to look at a high level and then as you have questions or you want to go further, I get the high-level view and then I can dig in and see what's next and what's next. So I get to go through layers of information to help me better understand how my RBC accounts are doing and really how all of my finances are doing. Uh, this new modern look and feel is something that, that we are excited about and we've been getting user uh, feedback through early testing on, and it's been really positive. Folks have given us a lot of feedback that they're excited about these new views. They really enjoy the way that they get the quick high-level views and then can dig into more information. So we are working on this, and we expect this new look and feel to be rolling out to clients in 2021. Okay. We also continue, will continue for a period of time to allow clients to access both the new view and what we've called the classic view. So they'll have the ability to toggle back and forth until they're comfortable with the new view. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, you know, some people change takes a little bit of time to, to, to adjust and get comfortable with where things, where we move my cheese. Um, so, so that's really good to know. Um, our advisor is still going to have the shadow login with the new, the new modernized view. Absolutely. We know that's a tool many advisors use when clients call them with a question or even to get prepared for a client conversation. Uh, so we made that absolutely a priority for advisors to continue to have access to the view. And as we move forward with the rollout, as clients are switched over, the FA's shadow login will be switched over. So if your client is seeing the new version of Connect, uh, the advisor's shadow login will take them to the new version of Connect with the ability to go back to the classic view. Oh, that's that's really good to know. Well, a lot of good information. I want to thank Julianne, Gwen, and of course each of you for taking time out of your day to spend with us. So before we leave today, Gwen, can I have you end this call with one final message? 
Absolutely. I want to leave you with, with three notes to consider. I think we've seen a lot of change and a lot of movement towards digital in the last few months, but I think I, I, it's important for everyone to know digital is clearly here to stay. Clients are adopting this, and it is such an opportunity to make digital a core part of your practice. The second is that we're here to help. Julianne and her team in RBC uh, across the board are committed to your success and want to help you and your clients adopt and adapt to the new digital tools that can be used to help you further your relationship. And then the third thing I'll leave you with is because we know that it's here to stay and we know the value uh, of our digital tools in driving that advisor-client relationship, we're continuing the investment in this space. And so keep your eyes peeled for all the new capabilities that are going to keep coming in 2020, uh, in 2021 and beyond. And certainly reach out if there are things that we can do to help you be more successful in using these tools. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to you both.